Women often wear many hats in life. Mother, daughter, wife, ex-wife, caregiver, mom taxi, chief cook and bottle washer. In most cases, we're doing all this while holding down a full-time job or even running our own companies. It's often high pressure and most always involves stress. Welcome to Sprinting to Success, a podcast dedicated to women in high-stress professions where we'll discuss how to manage the stress at work and at home so you can feel happier, healthier, and more successful. And now, here's your host, Esme Lawrence. My name is Esme Lawrence, and welcome to Sprinting to Success podcast. Today on the show, we have Stacy Wingfield. She's an international best-selling author of the book, Breaking Bravely. She is also the inventor of Mod Kitty, a line of feminine health products that prevent women from getting urinary tract infections. With prevention being the new cure to disease, Stacy has a strong urge to help women around the world and to have millennials help her achieve this vision. Welcome to Sprinting to Success podcast, Stacy. I'm so excited to have you here yes. on the show. Thank you, Esme. Thank you for having me. It is, I'm very grateful to be here with you on Sprinting to Success. Oh, thank, thank you so much. So Stacy is one of my coaches and I love Stacy. She's so knowledgeable and I'm, I feel honored that she's on my show today. <laughs> so Stacy, tell us a, a little about yourself. Like where, where did you grow up? Well, I grew up actually in Flint, Michigan. So a lot of people may know about Flint, Michigan from the water crisis that we suffered. But a lot of my family still lives in Flint, my mother and uh, my brother and sister. And yeah, grew up on the south side and lit a tiny block. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so small, small surroundings, but yeah. Right. So then where did you go to, where did you go to school? Like, um, you know, so um, did you, where did you go to high school and where did you go to university? Yeah. So I went to Central High School, which is now closed, and then went to Davenport University for my registered nursing license, traveled from clinicals from city to city, you know, from, you know how it is from Bay City to Midland to Flint to Saginaw, you know, and everywhere to get that clinical training. So pretty much I've been traveling since the beginning of my career and, and later on in my nursing career ended up predominantly traveling for work. Okay. And what's your specialty in nursing? It's <laughs> so funny you say that. I wish I had a specialty. I started out in cardiac step down. Then I went to the emergency department. Then I did agency nursing in different hospitals, emergency departments. So I basically just went wherever they needed me in different hospital emergency departments. And I maybe would stay on for contract for eight weeks or a shift here and a shift there and just filled in those spaces wherever they needed me. And then I transitioned from ER traveling to traveling home care, which I loved and adored. Right. Because it's something about not being confined to four walls for 12 hours of my day that I absolutely love and adore. And I do still do, did then and still do travel a lot in between cities, but a lot of the knowledge, and I didn't know this when I was doing it, but a lot of the knowledge that I gained to build my business stemmed from interaction with thousands of patients over my career in nursing. Right. Isn't that funny how your experience as a nurse is helping you in your business? So tell us about your business. 
Well, my business is femtech, and I know that's a huge buzzword now, but femtech is basically any innovative idea that pushes the agenda forward for feminine health. For example, menstrual cups, reusable, eco-friendly products, women inventors creating things that really blast through old stigmas and protect us from disease and infection. Instead of using medicine, our goal is to prevent the illness in the first place. So I'm super excited. And one of the main reasons I'm super excited is because one of the big, heavy giants of uh, menstrual care is Tampax. And Tampax is known for you know, 97% of women use tampons and pads for their menstrual cycle. But there's been like this little niche for menstrual cups because women pay $80 a year for tampons as opposed to $35 a year for a menstrual cup that they can use for years. So I think those little bitty side conversations are really starting to turn the market, especially hearing from millennials saying that we want something that's good for us and good for their environment too. Right. So just October of this year, Tampax just released their first menstrual cup. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think they're starting to listen to that market because I think, you know, we're looking at new innovative ways to take care of ourselves and take care of the ones that we love. Right. Right. And so I know that you, you're um, passionate about helping women who uh, get, um, you know, ut- urinary tract infections. So, so can you tell us a little more about that story? Well, yeah. So, of course, I do coaching. When I came out with my book last year, Breaking Bravely, that was about me looking at some mindsets, looking at some perceptions, I should say, of some things that I had around how I grew up and who I was as an individual and really breaking free from those perceptions that held me hostage. And sometimes that hurts. You know, sometimes we hold on to that anger. We hold on to, you know, those, those untruths because it's harder and it hurts for us to realize that we may be at fault too. And and we don't like to take accountability when it makes us uncomfortable. So I came out with that book, that hit bestseller, and I was coaching other people around their books and people were reaching out to me like crazy, like, who did your book cover? Who did your graphics? Who did your marketing? And here I am like, uh, me, me again, and and me, you know? (laughs) You were doing everything, right? (laughs) I was doing everything, yes. And so people naturally gravitated to that and, and wanted me to show them how to do it. Right. The thing was, I wanted to be a great writer. That's what I wanted. And even though I could coach and I was good at it and I can make a ton of money, I wanted more. And I know a lot of women, you know, today working in jobs that really don't fulfill them. You know, they're making a lot of money. I know women that make six figures and they go home and they're miserable. So, I was really looking forward, not what was just now, but what was next. And so all this year I had been asking, you know, the universe, um, the source to download me with a new 
you know, a new something, uh, a greater purpose. And, you know, I was walking around. I always say this. I was walking around, like, find the problem, right? Mm -hmm. Find the problem, become the solution. Find the problem, become the solution. Well, my problem, my, my gift, I should say, didn't come wrapped in a big fancy with a big fancy bow on it. it wasn't spectacular it wasn't glitter falling out the sky or hitting the lottery my gift actually came wrapped in sandpaper i had a kidney infection earlier this year and almost went septic oh wow so i had and the things that i learned in my books my textbooks I had none of those symptoms. I had no burning with, you know, none of the classic symptoms of urinary tract infection until it hit my kidneys and I was incapacitated to mm -hmm. doing what I needed to do. And I didn't even learn my lesson the first time though. Went to the doctor, got the antibiotics, you know, sweated it out. My, my fiance was by me worried about my health. And then two months later, I got my, my bonus gift, I like to call it, my freebie, came in the form of me getting up every 20 minutes, going to the bathroom in pain, you know, shocked and embarrassed, you know, not wanting to tell my partner because I think urinary tract infections in our community have kind of been hushed right. as this dirty little secret. Like if, if you get one, you must not be clean and, and I'm meticulous in my health. So then it was confusing to me on, on why I got it in the first place. So why did you get, so why did you get urinary tract infection in the first place? Well, there's a ton of different reasons women get them. Of course, 60% of women will get one in their lifetime. And out of all infections in the United States, 25% of those are urinary tract infections. So there's a ton of different reasons women get them. Increased physical exercise can increase urinary tract infections, increase ca caffeine in your coffee, not having proper hygiene uh, before or after sex, not protecting the urethra, right? Right. The main source of the infection is coming from E. coli. 99% of urinary tract infections from E. coli, which is transferred from our, our healthy bacteria in our gut. But when we're wiping, so just I had to totally change the conversation around what I was taught as a little girl, Right. you know, wiping front to back. Some of those old beliefs that we held on to are just not innovative and just not moving forward. Right. So basically when I, yeah, when I tell my little girls, I don't tell them wipe front to back. I tell them the right front then back because if you teach children wipe front to back, a lot of times they wipe front, they wipe to back, they come back to the front. Yeah. <laughs> and I see spreading all the diseases, like right? <laughs> spreading all of that. But if you tell them to wipe completely separate, front and then drop and then back, then we're teaching them not to spread, you know, the infection. And um, I'm on a whole different rant right now and coming up with wipes and additional products, but even, you know, using tissue. I have a funny story about tissue. Actually, one of my friends went to the gynecologist to get a pap smear. And the gynecologist is down there and he holds up a piece of tissue and he's like, are you saving this for later? <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God. You know, and she, she was mortified. Like, <laughs> she's <laughs> so embarrassed. 
But really, I mean, that's a thing. Like, that's a thing that happens. And I, I think that we need to stop being ashamed about it. Right. We need to open up a conversation about it. And then we need to create solutions. You know, maybe we can agree that maybe tissue, you know, we haven't evolved that idea since the 30s and 40s. So maybe that's not the best thing for us in 2018. Right. So mostly it's about protecting the urethra. and. What I'm so excited about is, is for millennials, it's eco-friendly, it's washable, right. even cranberry, right? That was the big thing, cranberry preventing UTIs. Well, cranberry has not been proved effective in treatment, but a lot of people don't know that. Right. You know, so it's around bringing education, but there's a ton of different things. I'm actually coming up with a free ebook that I'm going to give away called uh, Eight Myths about urinary health that you probably learned from your mother. Right. And, you know, education is important because, um, you know, if the women, if they're not taking care of their body, you know, uh, properly, they're not wiping properly, they're going to get urinary tract infections. So, you know, so you coming out with an ebook to educate, I mean, that, I think that's awesome. So, um, so when do you think you'll have this ebook done? The ebook will probably be done over the next few months. We just started our Instagram feed. We're getting a lot of great feedback from that. Oh, nice. Just started the Mod Kitty uh, Facebook group. So my job is to be an island for those women who are looking for the next best thing, you know, to protect them, to protect their daughters. You know, I have three daughters myself. So that was my thing, like protect me and protect them too. Right. So to just really have those women and to have them be a part of it and build it with me, like my biggest values are, you know, innovation, co-creation, you know, integrity. So that's really important for us, you know, to build this little island and get it going. So once that rolls out in the next few months, I'm going to go ahead and give that away to subscribers and, you know, just give them kind of something to to have on deck even before product launch. That's exciting. So Stacy, how do you choose which women you um you help first? Well, that was very difficult and to be very honest, this could be used for women, you know, across the board. Like I I see the older population get UTIs over and over and over again. They get confused. They fall. They break a hip. They go in for surgery. They end up in assisted living. You know, so that's a big thing. But doing more research is said that between the ages of 15 and 25, urinary tract infections spike in women because this is the time that they're increasing sexual activity. So that's why I am being here for millennials first. Even talking to other coaches, you know, some of them say, by the time I was in my 30s and 40s, I had had so many, I knew how to take care of it by then. Right. So my goal is really to get the young, the young women, you know, our babies who, who just don't know. And then, you know, there are the other women who get them over and over and over again. And I was talking to a girl from Austria the other day. She said she got prescribed so many antibiotics by her doctor that it changed the texture of her labia. Mm. She said it was painful for her to walk. 
She was crying. She didn't know what to do because this is prescribed by a physician. Right. Now, so it's for that older woman too, but I, I, I think if I can get to them, right, before they get there, right, then it's, it's in the younger generation and it's in them to teach their kids, you know, not just millennials, but millennial moms. Right. You know, so. This is exciting work. This is innovative work. And I'm really happy for you. And I know that I will definitely be promoting you. <laughs> Uh, because because this is important um, work you're doing and you know and educating millennials you know it's so important and you know all ages I can see it in all ages you know so so Stacy I know you so you are the CEO of your own company and I know this so tell me how do you decrease stress as a, as a businesswoman in your business and at home yeah so as a businesswoman I have to have an actionable plan. You know, just like I say, a lot of people start a business and they don't even have a business plan. And it's a firm belief of mine that if you don't have a plan, you know, if you if you fail to plan, right, then you uh, plan to fail. I think it's the saying. And then there's also another saying, it's, and it's by one of the presidents, and I'm going to mess this up just so, just so you're aware. Okay. But it's like you can spend all day trying to cut down a tree. Or you can spend an hour sharpening your blade and cut the tree down in one swipe. Right. So preparation is key. Planning is key. If I don't have a plan on what I'm going to do for the day, you can easily become overwhelmed. You can easily have too many things on your plate and then feel like a failure because you didn't get all the things done. Right. Now, a side step of that is at home, I had to learn how not to be perfect, right? I had to learn that I didn't have to be there to show up to to every little um, game of Uno. <laughs> you know? right. I, didn't, yes. I didn't have to be there because we put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect in every area of our lives with our kids, with our spouses. And I got to be perfect at work and I got to be perfect in my business. Right. That's not a way to act effectively. Like if you can focus on a couple of things and know that it's not going to be perfect, but I'm going to move forward anyway. I'm going to make a decision anyway and then do the best that I can that releases that stress. You know, it releases that because sometimes we're our own worst critic. That's right. It's not that we're stressed out on what somebody else is telling us. We're stressing ourselves out, you know, because right. we don't live up to our own unrealistic expectation. Right. So, Stacy, so go back to a time when um, the younger Stacy mm. uh, was having a problem, you know, feeling overwhelmed and stressed out. What words of wisdom would you go back and tell yourself so that this um, younger Stacy would feel confidence and would have more confidence in herself? Mm. If I would tell myself, be easy, be gentle on yourself and, and be forgiving of yourself. But to be forgiving of yourself, you know, what I really had to realize within myself, personal development wise, was you need to be in a relationship with yourself. Right. Because if you're not in a relationship with yourself, 
you don't know how to trust yourself. And if you don't trust yourself, you don't trust other people. You don't trust your business decisions. You know, so be easy, be gentle, be forgiving, and, and get to know yourself. You know, spend some time with just you. How do you get to know yourself? Well, you got to write. You really, really, I find myself journaling. It was, you know, past all the labels, past mom, right? Past coworker, past coach, past partner. Who am I without all the labels? Who is Stacy at the core? Right. What is, what are the things that bring me joy? You know, because a lot of times even we fall into this entrepreneurial depression because we're lonely and we forget who we are. Yes. You know, so just going back and writing, and sometimes you have to go back to your childhood. <laughs> that far some back, us, right? <laughs> some of us haven't did things to make us feel good since then. Wow. Or we were doing something to make ourselves feel good and somebody somebody else came in and made us feel ashamed of it. Yeah. You know, so now we're carrying around that shame and we see it in our children and we tell them, don't do it. You're silly. You know, bringing forth the story that somebody else gave to us. Yeah. Right. So you got to You got to dig, dig deep. You got to you got to be comfortable spending time with you, you know, because if you're not comfortable spending time with you, then nobody else is going to be comfortable spending time with you. That's great advice, Stacey. You know, because if you're not comfortable with yourself, if you can't be alone with yourself, if you can't love yourself, who's going to love you? Who's going to be more? Who's going to be comfortable with you? So you have to accept yourself as you are and be comfortable. I love that. So, so, um, so basically, you're, they're doing personal development. Yeah, I mean, nine times out of ten, times out of ten, I would say, um, even if you get wildly successful, if you don't, I always tell people. Your relationships with people is like your relationship to your business. Your relationship to yourself is your relationship to your business. If you do not have the personal development key, it will show up in your business. Wow. What I love most about my coaching program and my coaches is that they always teach personal development first. You know, even with things that I think people automate these days, right? Like marketing, you know, let's, let's look up a course and, and automate a bot, you know, to sell something. Well, that's not sustainable. Right. You know, we're all looking for these quick fixes and the main thing that needs to be fixed is us. Right. So I love that my coaches always teach personal development before they go into any kind of system, before they go into any kind of plan. So then you're starting on a healthy foundation, right? And you're not building a business on shaky ground. Right, right. So Stacy, um, is there anything else um, before we go? Do you want to um, talk to my audience about anything you want to let them know about? Mm, well, I definitely want to let them know that I would love to have them as a part of the community on Instagram. So my Instagram page is the real mod kitty and it's M-O-D-K-I-T-T-Y. And there's also a private Facebook group. Now the group is, it's for people, for people you love. I can't even say that it's for women because there are people who don't identify as women who still need the product. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so my my transgender community who may have a shorter urethra or, you know, anybody who has that anatomy, this is for you. So it's not narrow, you know, because my the whole thing about my kitty is expanding our ideas and belief systems and innovations around old built-in systems. Right. So I definitely want to share that. Or if you, you know, come in the group and then I always tell people, invite five people you love. <laughs> you know, invite five women you want to hug on, invite, invite your mom, invite your sister and invite your, your wives. You know, what's so funny is I was talking to the manufacturer and he goes, men are going to, going to love this. And I go, what? And he's hmm. like, yeah, because if their wives have less urinary tract infections, then they get to have more sex. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? You're right. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) I thought that was hilarious. And just if anybody wants to reach out to me, that is totally fine. I'm mostly on social media all the time. So I have the page there and I also have the Breaking Bravely page for my business. Okay. Awesome. So Stacy, thank you for joining us today on Sprinting to Success. You can learn all about Stacy in the show notes on EsmeLawrence.com. So thank you again for listening to Sprinting to Success with your host, Esme Lawrence. Please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes for more episodes. Thank you so much and have an amazing day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you for listening to Sprinting to Success with your host, Esme Lawrence. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. For more information about Esme and to hear other episodes of the show, go to EsmeLawrence.com. That's E-S-M-I-E-L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E.com. The information in this podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional or medical treatment or advice. Always seek advice from your healthcare provider.